Well Analysis, with over 70 years combined experience, this is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman Podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know, what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it, because it wasn't about talent, I didn't think. All right, let's get right to it. All right, welcome into another episode of the Ryan and Goodman podcast. Uh, Gary Tangway is off somewhere again, gallivanting and 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 having fun. I don't know where is he this week, Bob? Montana, 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 Bozeman, Montana. Right, with a little side trip to Jackson Hole. He said at the end of the trip. So. Very nice, very yeah. nice. I, I just got back from the Bahamas, Bob, taking my daughter. Ah, and. Uh, to the Atlantis, which has kind of fallen off a little bit since I went 10 years ago. We we get there and we were immediately downgraded our rooms that we had booked. <laughs> Downgrade. No running water the first day. So we couldn't shower or brush our teeth. Wait a second. No yeah, no water. running water for a day. How about that? Now that's that's luxury, yeah. Yeah. That was not luxury. <laughs> um, but again, listen, the bottom line was it was just me and my daughter. Yeah, uh, my wife had to stay home with our our elderly dog, uh, which sucked for her. But um, mm. it was a good combination. There were some teams there. We didn't really go for the basketball, but yeah. you know Creighton was there. We watched them for a little bit. Uh-huh. Iowa State was there. Uh-huh. Uh, Furman was there. South Carolina was there. Texas A and M and uh, LSU got there at the end. Then there's a new hotel called the Bahamar. It's about ten minutes away. And we went over there and Xavier and Penn State were over there. So I just, you know, saw some coaches sure. gamble with some players. A lot of players hitting the blackjack tables, Bob, with their really? new NIL deals. It's whole new world. Oh, my it God. Is. Whole new world. Whole new oh. world. So we we had fun, though. The weather was great. Food food was good. Overpriced, but good. Yeah. And um, good. so we just got back yesterday. And, okay. uh, yeah, it's 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 been good to be home. Uh, so we'll have Gary back next week. Uh, not a lot going on. We'll talk a little bit here in a minute about the uh, Hall of Fame inductions. It's officially going in this year. Let's, let's start with kind of the two unresolved storylines <laughs> in the offseason. And I, I don't know where they're going to end, but, you know, James Harden first has made it pretty clear he wants to go to the Clippers. Daryl Morey has kind of made it clear throughout his career. He's not going to just give anybody away. He's going to wait it out. He did it with Ben Simmons for a while and got hardened as part of that deal. And and at least made the, you know, kept the Sixers competitive yeah. for the most part. Uh, they never did what people thought they would do, but now he's got hardened and trying to get him the Clippers and get enough back. My question to you is what's James Harden's worth at this yes. point in his career? That was going to be my question. You know, he's up there in age. Uh, there's occasional bursts. I think he's a classic uh, aging athlete. And and that there are nights when you go, oh, it's there. Yep. But there were far too many nights when you're talking about what used to be rather than what is. And and uh, I think that's the category he's entered into. So if if he were, if you're counting on him to be an integral part of getting you to a championship, no. If you're counting on him to be an auxiliary part that maybe will help you in spots and, and, and then yes. So what's that worth to, uh, you know, to somebody. Um, so that's, I mean, that's it. I mean, don't delude yourself into thinking you're getting to James Harden of eight, six, eight years ago. Well, that, you know? that, yeah, that's the biggest thing is he he's not that, like you said, he'll show moments in the playoffs when it was like, Ooh, okay. 
that's kind of the old the old James Harden because you know the one benefit of James Harden he was never an elite athlete anyway so no. at 33 it's not like he's lost the burst I think when the rules change a little bit that hurt James Harden uh as well yeah. but give him credit he's been able to kind of adapt as more of a playmaker for others oh just as a scorer uh, absolutely. It, it, it impressed me and fooled me. I'm not a fan. I never, I didn't like the peak ball control. You know, he's 19 second dribbling out of 24 second clock and then either team in that step back or, or, you know, then reluctantly give the ball up that guy. I didn't like, but fact is that his assists, and I keep kidding about this, the game's over and he's got 12 assists. I said, I don't remember him, <laughs> you know, yeah. but, they, but they were there somewhere. So, uh, you know, he, he has become, Far more of a facilitator, and, and, and as the first thing, than than you realize. And but still, it's not all star. It's not all star. Well, you know, he's making over thirty five million this year. And yeah. Oh yeah, there is there that. <laughs> There's that. And if you, you know, to me, you send him to the Clippers with Kawhi and Paul George, who are hurt every single year. It yes. feels like now, and I feel bad for Kawhi. I, I really do because you, you kind of have the what, what if game a little bit with Kawhi. And if he had ever stayed healthy, because he was at the top. Oh, he plays the he plays to get the right game the quote unquote right way. Yes. He said, he said, if you're gonna of of in the top of the list of modern, you know, like last 10, 12 year players, yep. if you're a high school coach or a college coach and you want to show somebody, here's how you play basketball. Yeah. You he's that guy and that you want to show somebody how to play this game properly. He's a and, throwback, Bob, because you know, number one, he was a he was a terrible shooter coming out of San Diego State, and he, he turned himself into a pretty good shooter. Number two, he's an elite defender. Number three, the the throwback part of Kawhi is he just wants to play ball. Like he he doesn't he doesn't want to yeah. talk to the media. Not yeah. like he's you know not nice. He just that's not part of who he's ever not been. Of, right, not as part of his personality. You know, I, I I remember telling you this story years ago, I think, but first interview we ever did nationally. Uh, was with me at Fox Sports when he was a sophomore at San Diego State. And um, he showed up 45 minutes late just because he didn't care. He didn't <laughs> care. He was with his his cousin at the, the the Department of Motor Vehicles and just was basically like, I'll get there when I get there. <laughs> yeah. And he was great when he got there. He was great. You uh-huh. know? Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think Harden, Kawhi, Paul George is going to scare too many people because – Frankly, the the odds of those three being on the court come postseason, yeah, is is minimal, minimal. Um, the other guy that's kind of hanging around right now is, is Damian Lillard, and and what's going on there? I mean, obviously he's made it, it pretty clear through his agent that the thirty three year old wants to go to Miami, Miami specifically, yes. Which, how do you feel about that? I mean, Don't I know. Like it at all. A lot of players come out there and, and give a list of three, five teams, but to come out there and basically say like, no, no, I just want to go to the Miami Heat. And I don't know if he said that. I don't know if he said like just Miami, but it's it's been reported out there that that's kind of the team that that he's yeah. locked into. Well, fine. He can wish all he wants, but he can't make it, you know, he can't make it happen specifically. And, you know, um, I'm sure they'd love to have him. I wouldn't, you know, I'd, I'd take him for a year or two still. But uh, he's still a terrific player. But now it's an interesting one. And and uh, uh, Portland, you know, they 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 don't have to do anything they don't want to do, right? He's not going to sit out a year, right? No chance. No. So 
you know, it's a staring contest. They're going to, they will win in some regard. I think he'll win. He'll win. He'll win. He'll win. Right. He'll coming? win. Cause he won't be there. The, the bottom line is if you're Portland, you can wait, wait, wait. And I think Maury did this pretty much with Ben Simmons. If you remember, he waited, waited, waited. I think he waited half a season. Um, yeah. You're not going to wait that long because ultimately you're going to say to yourself, yeah. we got to get some guys in here that, that, that want to be here that can help us with the next chapter. And you got to figure out too, like who's going to be gone out of that young group. You know, you're going to keep all those guards. You know, they got some good young guards in Anthony Simons and Shaden Sharp. And mm-hmm. you know, who who are you going to put with those guys? They need a big. I've said this for years. Oh, they yeah. need a they need a good big if they can get one. But uh, I don't know what Lillard's going to command uh, at 33 years old. I'll tell you this: if you put him in Miami, and you you're just getting rid of you know Tyler Hero and Gabe Vincent, and, and you team him with Jimmy Butler. Boy, I, I just think Lillard and Butler complement each other so well in their strengths and weaknesses on the court and then off the court. They're both tough. Oh, that would be a, oh, that would be a really formidable duo. There's no question about it. Yeah. So, Football season is about to kick off, and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long right now. When you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets for every victory. I wonder how many people are going to bet on the Patriots. You can use your bonus bets on spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com Boston and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. That's FanDuel.com Boston. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER. Hope is here. Gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts. 21 plus in President Select States. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max bonus $50 unless specified otherwise. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. One more thing before we uh, go to Hall of Fame. Um, are you uh, going to be paying interest, any interest to our U.S. Team USA who had their first exhibition game uh, against Puerto Rico? Uh, what I read yesterday is about their bonding. They like that they're really taking this uh, as a group seriously. Uh, they uh, uh, it, it's one for all and all for one. You know that everybody's going to have to dinner together. Uh, there's no cliques. It's it's uh, you know, it's, it's really a bonding experience so far. I mean, there's just some, it's an interesting team. You know, a name caught my eye that Go was ahead. on the team. And then I did a little, you know, personal research. I said, oh, God, he, he's, you know, and I like him. I wanted to like him, but he's better than I thought. Walker Kessler. Yes. Walker yeah. Kessler had a damn good year. And, yep. and he, he he is a, 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 a shot-blocking guy. And he is a, you know, anyway, he's our he's our resident. Well, Jaron Jackson's on the team, of course. Right. And, and two elite so, bigs. So we're not we're not in bad defensive shape bigs. with, with bigs. We're in, we're in good shape with bigs with those two. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. yeah. They're so, they're very different defensively how they do it, but they're two of the better. You know, the roster doesn't blow you away, no. but it's young. It's a, it's a B plus. Yeah, roster maybe. Yeah, you know? I mean, listen, they got a bunch of young guys. I'm I'm curious. Again, you know, these things don't until they start getting to the games that matter. Yeah, I, I generally I'm not paying attention to these these friendlies. 
in exhibition games at all. Right. But when the games matter, yeah, I'll watch. I'll, part of the reason I watch Bob is because there's nothing else on. No, no, it's they fill a void in, uh, for the basketball fan at this point. Yep. No, it's good. So anyway, it's 25th of, of the month. And, uh, in, 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 uh, all right, who's the guy looking down that roster? If I'm asking you to put to put your house, get that. Uh, I, I can read you the names if you want. Go ahead. All right. Please. So I'm gonna read you the names, and then my question to you is: Put your house on one guy getting to the Hall of Fame out of this group. Who All would right. it be? Ready? Yep. Pa- Paolo Bencaro, Mikael Bridges, Jalen Brunson, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halberton, Brandon Ingram, Jaron Jackson Jr., Cam Johnson, Walker Kessler. Bobby Portis, Austin Reeves. Okay. Long projection. Yeah. Edwards going to have a great career. And the other one, Paolo. Yeah. Yeah. The long shot projection. He yep. could have a terrific career. Uh, I think. I'm going Paolo. I'm so, going Paolo here. Yeah. And speaking of Edwards, by the way, uh, you know, you saw he's in the news for not a good reason. Find Fifty grand is it fifty grand for throwing yes. two chairs at the, after hurting somebody by accident? You know, reckless, stupid. Yeah. You know. Anyway, uh, yeah. So we're going to agree. I I was wavering, but Paulo, yeah, I think Paulo's his tools are outstanding. <laughs> Let's face it. He's I said he's it. like Chris Weber, but a bigger yeah. Chris Weber. You know than 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 Weber, and, and I just I trust him a little bit more than I do Anthony Edwards, but. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the part is, and we'll, we'll transition here to the, the the guys and the coach going in into the Hall of Fame this year. When you look at it, all these guys that are going in, Bob, have one thing in common. Uh, they they've all rings. won titles. they got rings. They've all got rings. And you look at Anthony Edwards and Paulo, and, and they got a long way to go. Oh, yeah. But they're probably not w- winning titles with the, the current franchises they're they're with. Could we agree there? Right. Well, you don't know what Orlando's going to project to be, but but probably not. But but got a long way to go to get no, back. No, Orlando, no, no. long way to go. Minnesota, not banking on it again. No. They've both got ten plus years left in the league, probably. So who knows what can happen? But I would say, with the the, the way the league is now, and guys switching teams, if either one of them wins a title, it'll be with a different franchise. All right, let's let's start. I'm going to give you your choice here. I'm going to give you a choice, but I want I want it to be in order here, yeah. of because there's there's a lot of good players that are going in. You know, four really no, it's really a, it's good a nice players. Class. It's in a nice order, class. in I order, the most accomplished was who? Dirk. Yes. Dirk's one of the all time great forwards. He's on the short list of greatest forwards of all time. A big. Uh, there's more, but he was you know he's, he was a forward. You know, he's seven foot. Uh, here's my order of the guys. Dirk. Oh. Wade Powell Parker. Yes, a hundred percent. And now I'm a huge fan of Powell, but I'm not going to be so so uh you know self-centered self-centered here to ignore Wade's great accomplishments, but uh uh but that's my order. And like, I'm a little surprised. I think Parker is very borderline. Me too. Me too. I'm very so borderline, good. and I'm not I'm not I don't begrudge him and I, I like him. I always like this game, but I was a little surprised that he got in. Uh, well, but it was stop. I mean, I, I I would have made the plea for Powell. I love Powell, and of course Wade's a no brainer, and Dirk's a no brainer. They're no brainers. They're they're clearly uh, worthy. So well, Parker, I mean Parker, Parker was again. He was a piece. He needed <laughs> other guys around him, and he had great guys around him. He was he was not a great oh. athlete, not a very good shooter, 
couldn't really guard, uh, you know, obviously ran the team, uh, grew up, you know, obviously coming from France, came in. I, I think he made the All-NBA or All-Star team five or six times, won four titles, again, played a long time, was the finals MVP in, in 2007, which was mm -hmm. huge for him. But, yes, he was probably the least accomplished and, and a borderline guy, but I think he got in largely based on the overall accomplishments of his uh, franchise and, and, and them winning at such a high level. I was maybe disproportionately uh, in, in this argument, in this discussion, influenced uh, by Powell and, and because of the Olympics in 08 and 2012. And, and, you know, I saw saw them play a lot yep. in Spain. And, you know, they pushed us twice. They they were very legitimate games for gold medals. And, and, uh, uh, and I maintain that circa... 2008, 9, 10, 11, uh, that era, he was the most skilled big man in the world. He was the best skilled. His range of, I mean, I can picture him, left-hand shots, uh, turnarounds, uh, anything you needed, uh, and 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 an excellent rebounder, uh, just an efficient player. Uh, and I, I'm screaming to the rafters uh, every day. It was jobbed out of all MVP in the, in the uh, of 2010 Kobe bias. I'm sorry. The the best player for the Lakers in that series was Pal Gasol, and I I vote. I had a vote. I voted for Pal Gasol, and uh, I was. But Kobe won anyway. He. I'm so happy for him. That plus he's an interesting guy. You know, he's interested in medicine, and yeah. and, and, all that. and and you know he's a his he's parents. A, he's a, yeah, he's a his parents? He used to go. His recreation was going to hop operations yeah. <laughs> and watching operations Crazy. and. But he's a Renaissance man, a true Renaissance man, and and a worthy guy. And um, uh, uh, I've never now. I'm going to I'm going to Springfield and uh, uh, for the weekend. And uh, I don't know if I get to interact with any of those guys or not. I, there's other people I know I will be, but uh, but it's it's a fun. I, I look forward to it. I go to enshrinement most most week most years. So, uh, yeah, I, I haven't been in a while. We'll be going. I, I'd like now, to go. Um, you know, this one. I think again the the all right. So. Of, and of course, we 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 talked right. We talked about the players. the The speech you probably want to hear the most is is Pop. No, uh, who now they all have presenters, you know, and yep. and and have presenters have to be Hall of Famers. And uh, Pop, Pop's quartet is David Robinson, Manu, Ginobili, uh, Tim Duncan, and Tony Parker. That's Pretty not good. bad. Yeah, didn't he uh, say he didn't want to go in, Bob? I think he said he didn't want to go in until all those guys. We're already oh, in. No, good. Powell's is interesting. You know whose Powell presenter is? No. Tony Kukach. Ah, uh, Tony Kukach. Fellow European. Yep. Parker is Manu and Duncan. Here's one. Now, you can tell me maybe, because my daughter keeps asking me, and I don't know the specific personal connection that would cause this. Dwayne Wade. Now, it has to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. So um, the first possibility could have been, of course, Shaq. Right. right? Alan Iverson. Ooh, interesting. Selection. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what so that is. It must is. be some personal relationship. Yeah, I mean, he might have grown up watching Alan Iverson. You know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Dwayne, who knows? Dwayne now, Wade was an interesting one because, um, you know, I just remember at Marquette, he was he was prop 48. He couldn't play his freshman year at Marquette. Oh, yeah, right. Right? Not had a forgot. great career there. He yep. was drafted in that that unbelievable draft class. In 2003, he was drafted Great. fifth, um, won three NBA titles. Uh, 
I think Pat Riley just recently called him the best Miami Heat player ever, which makes sense because LeBron yeah. only played there four years. So, like, to me, that makes a Dwayne Wade played his, you know, basically his entire career uh, in Miami, yeah. um, you know, won three titles with him, was maybe not the best player on the on the 2012 and 2013 teams, but, you know, arguably the, the better player when he was playing with Shaq in Miami. Now, there are other people, of course, uh, we have to pay homage to. Becky Hammond is going in, yep. and she shouldn't need any introduction to people who are basketball fans. The two coaches that people don't know well, of course, or three, actually, uh, Gary Blair, Gene Bess, and the one that uh, has residence in New England, Dave Hickson, yeah. uh, years and years and years and years in Amherst. And and his presenter will be Jim Calhoun. Uh, wow. And there's one more coach that college basketball fans will know, and that's Gene Cady. But Jerry Colangelo and Tom Izzo are are those who would be representing, uh, speaking for uh, Gene Katie. So, uh, yeah, uh, Katie, and, obviously a, a, an unbelievable uh, coach. I'm, I, I, you know, he came off in a way gruff and all. He's a, he a big teddy bear, personally, when you got the, a little bit. I, I was exposed to him socially and uh, very, uh, you know, he was very like, hell, hey, you know, the funny thing is all those years, uh, he was a hell of a coach. He really was. And, and you know, they, they, he held, and you know, and of course, he was up against night for so many of those years, you know, and and in that battle for the state of supremacy in the state of Indiana, and he held his own. Damn it, look it up. Yeah, he, he held sure his own. Give, yeah. give me your, you know, the most interesting thing of, of this class to me is still Dirk and how he changed the game, Bob. Oh. Because when I talked to Kevin Durant a few years ago, I asked him, I said, you know, do you ever think about how you change the game for for a seven footer for a big guy? And he looked at me and he was like, no, no, Dirk was the one who who changed the game for a big guy. Like he's KD kept it going and probably to a point where more kids wanted to be KD than Dirk because KD was a little more athletic than Dirk was. But really, Dirk started to change it as a seven foot. Well, right? yeah, I agree. All right. Let's say there's, there's one. Bef- there's one that got to pay. It's um, there, uh, Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett was 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 a seven footer who adamantly refused to be pegged as a five. But he, he wasn't not, skilled like Dirk, offensively. That's the difference. Well, he could pass and and, and bad better. Dirk, Dirk's offense. No, Dirk. You know, Larry. You know, Larry was a, obviously a great three point shooter, but it, the game is evolving. It wasn't the whole game for him. That was just the icing on the cake in this game. You know, but Dirk made it a staple. And also, I, I'm I'm very big on on people leaving a, a, I hate to use the word legacy, uh, uh, an image. And I think, <clears throat> what are we going to think of? He owned a shot, the yep. step back. That's right. That one foot off the step back. Yes. He, that's his, so people, and today in this game, if you're going to do it, it's everybody will say, you know, you're taking a, a Nowitzki, you're taking a Dirk. Uh, he, he he owns a shot. That's, that's a, to me, I love that. The guy, I think when you can think of a guy and, and you can think of, a, a thing he did that that was you not maybe necessarily unique, but where he specialized, yeah. and and he left the game with that. You know, I'll tell you another like like quote unquote legacy. Uh, and and by the way, he's going to be uh, oh um oh 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 you know who's presenting Dirk Nash Jason Kidd and Steve Nash Nash yeah yeah I figured Nash that. resurrected the floater yeah it was it was. And now everybody's doing floaters. Everybody. I mean, it, yep. but I'm telling you, if you go back, if you could ch- research Steve, Nair, that, that that's something out of the 50s. 
I took floaters. I'm telling you. And, you know, 40, 50 years ago. And then they float. They were out. And Nash brought it back. All the women are doing them. Everybody's doing floaters. And it's all because of of, of Steve Nash. And when you have, so when I think of Steve Nash, that's what I think of. But anyway, that's. Here's the thing with Dirk too, Bob. Not only did Dirk change the position a little bit, but he also, he was kind of the start of all the international guys coming over. He's the best. I'm glad you brought that up. It's a fine argument. It's a barroom argument. There's no right. There's no wrong. You know, accept them. You know, what you always think with. Um, who's the greatest non-American? Uh, I, I have. The, I don't think he's the greatest non-American. I think born. I'm talking about born and raised, and uh, and that is Elijah one. Yeah. I think is the. Yeah. I would agree. He did play college here. So now we got a new category. Dirk is the the greatest non-American purebred, totally European bred. Yeah. You know, totally European bred, did not come play prep school here, did not play college here. Yeah. He was bred in Germany. And and uh, that's that's he's the greatest uh, of, of them all. And uh, well, that's uh, the other part. You got three guys here, Dirk, Parker and Powell, that none of which played college basketball. And right. And, and then we've got I always love this about him. You know, we got Tim Duncan, who's an American citizen, naturally, born and raised in the Virgin Islands, yeah. but who was not corrupted by AAU basketball. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he has the mentality of a European. He, he, he wasn't all this insidious nonsense of AAU basketball was those genes were not implanted in him. So that's that that was always interesting. I thought uh, about him. No, but Dirk, Dirk is the greatest European of them all. And there's some great ones, but he's the greatest. No question. Now we have a challenge. And the, the book is being written in uh, Milwaukee right now, yeah. right? And it's being written in Denver right now. Yes. That's fine. But until their careers are done, Messrs. Antetokounmpo and, and Jokic, uh, okay, uh, the, the winner and still champion of greatest European is Dirk Nowitzki. Well, listen, he, he, here's here's what I'll tell you. 14-time All-Star. Uh Won an NBA title, the franchise is only in in 2011. Um, played you know his whole career with with one franchise. Yeah, uh, scored over thirty thousand points in Dallas. Um, finals MVP. You know, like yeah, both Giannis and Jokic have a chance here. They do. It's it's you know it's not like Dirk's won four titles. Yeah, so they could they could certainly do it. If they can win multiple titles, I think they could surpass and, and they're playing, you know, 12, 15 years. They don't necessarily have to go to 14 all-stars, but I think they'd have to win, you know, three titles, which both of them have a chance because of how wide open it is right now. Yeah. I just love a name just crashed across you know, my head as we were speaking, but I think it's the 20th anniversary in 2003, 2023 uh, of the great what if of all the Europeans. And that was Drazen Petrovic, yeah. who uh, I, I believe is died in 03 in that automobile accident, but right around there. But he was on his way to the you know, Hall of Fame. There's any question about it. And, and uh, you know, we don't know where that would have taken us. But that so we're seeking the right great Europeans. I want to pay homage to the memory of Drazen Petrovic. All right. Uh, we will get a recap from Bob next week on the Hall of Fame uh, induction ceremony. There'll be some speech that'll be not knockout. There'll be something that'll happen. It always it's a it's a it's a for basketball fans. If you're ever thinking about it, it's you know and it's public. You know you buy tickets. It's a it's it's a open to the public and and uh, 
and if you're a basketball junkie, you might consider that as a belt lot belt notch. I love thing. how you go. I love how you go with your with your daughter every year, Bob. That's awesome. Well, she, yeah, this is this is she's a great fan, great fan. So yeah. she'll sit there and love all the all the speeches. Yep, and 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 oh yeah, I mean she's still talking about Chris Bosch's speech. He was we, we all talking about. It. He he stole the his kids stole the show. He was, he was <laughs> the somebody was, will do that. Yeah, somebody will, will happen. do that this year. Something will happen. Yeah. All right. Listen. Thanks for uh, watching. We will see you next week, and we will uh, we'll have our sidekick uh, Gary Tangway back from Bozeman, Montana. Tales from Montana. Yes. That's right. <laughs>